we get canceled if I open the episode with uh, hola, putas, and pendejos? I don't know. I can't imagine you would get canceled. Cool. So welcome to <laughs> Big Wow. Welcome to Big Late with Wow and Late. The Big Wow podcast. That's the one. We, Available we are, on YouTube, you music, know we, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You know we don't introduce ourselves at the start of any of these episodes. We always just, we never, we never tell anybody what our names are. They never know through like the whole episode. Then they should watch our channel. No, but then they, but if, if but no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to watch a video to find out what our names are. Go watch our Spotify channel. Yeah. Go watch me on Tumblr. <laughs> That's Emmy. I'm Mia. Welcome to the podcast. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Yeah. Because in either circumstance, <laughs> it's totally the 4th of July. <laughs> it's not. Um, yeah, I hope you all had a really American day this past Tuesday. There's actually three circumstances currently that make it guaranteed to not be 4th of July. Because where I am, it's the 5th. Where you are, it's the 6th. And when it comes out, it'll be, what, the 8th? True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is absolutely no. zero possibility. No, 7th? No, the 7th, yeah, because it's Thursday. I got confused. You gotta, you gotta stop being in Georgia. You're confusing me. It's not. I, I'd rather be here than... In Arizona. That that's facts. It's been hot. It's summertime here in the great old desert, and it's not so great. I'm not I'm not quite enjoying it. I'm not enjoying the heat here either, but it's not the same. I had to be outside for about an hour today, and then I came home and I took a shower. I you know, I drop down, I take off my shirt, drop it on the floor, and it makes a fucking plop sound. Just this like wet slap as my shirt hits the floor because it's just caked in sweat, just drenched, just hot heat, warm. I can't get in. I can't get in a car anymore without lying against like like a water bed if the bed wasn't there. I don't understand that. Well, it was a really weird like metaphor, but I can't lay or I can't sit back in a car anymore in the summer without being uh, soaked because the cars are constantly in the sun and it's yeah. impossible not to get fucking drenched if you're not in there without the AC going for more than like five seconds and for me I don't have my car right now but I can't even get in my sister's car without it because uh, her AC doesn't work and I don't have my car. So Hot. it sucks. And my car's at the shop because it wouldn't fucking start anymore and the starter was shitty anyway. <laughs> Cars be shopping. Yeah. They do do that. Especially in the Cars universe. Oh, true. I think they have Cars Disney World. You think they have uh, Sedan Hussein? Anybody who, who watches twitch.tv slash rotting coffee will have already heard that joke, but it's so good. A joke mm. so nice. A <laughs> plane so nice, we crashed it twice. Wow. <laughs> why, why don't we just bring in more acts of terror into this? Hope you all had a good Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> I had this really annoying party on my floor that made me feel really old because I was so I mean I was having a shitty day on the 4th of July not because it was the 4th of July but that wasn't a good reason to add that that wasn't a good thing to have on top of it but this party was just so fucking loud anyway and they Damn. were lighting off fireworks right outside of my building which I don't even think is safe really but it was just really fucking annoying my neighbors get the same way but I don't have my car had a shitty starter and it's in the shop finally after like five days um because i wanted to tow it to a shop anyway but i i don't want to like talk shit on the person that made this take forever but basically 
this person like wanted to just like look at it themselves and eventually forgot about it and then had to come here in the middle of the day once they were reminded and they looked at it and they were more so just trying to figure out why they couldn't figure out what was wrong with it instead of what was wrong with it and they pulled out the manual and they looked at a bunch of shit in the hood and they were like well i don't know and then finally we towed it because i have insurance that could have towed it like a week ago i don't know why i'm not an expert on this i watched cars and then i mean same line just different path yeah we got it to the shop and I thought it was the starter the whole time because the starter was shitty anyway. Like it took me, it, it was, it was random chance if I was going to be able to start my car immediately or if it was going to take like five minutes every time I started my car since I've had it and it was a hand-me-down. I didn't buy this car, but yeah. the starter was shitty anyway. And then it's like not starting and it's like, it's making a sound like it's trying to start. It, just, it sounds like a car starting, but it's just really weak and flimsy. and then. It, uh, I tried to jumpstart it with, uh, my coworkers and I came out of work, which my management let me do this on work time. Uh, I fucking love where I work. We went out to try to jumpstart my car. We tried to jumpstart it with both of their cars. They had brand new jumper cables. It didn't jump with two different cars, Damn. but this person I was talking about for some reason think, thought they needed to jump it with their car because it would work. Maybe the other people's batteries just weren't good enough. Yeah, but they weren't, and neither was theirs, so it didn't fucking matter, because it's not the fucking battery. I know what a battery not working is like. <laughs> like, it's, it just wasn't the battery, but they thought it was Get the whole time. Get your weak beta batteries out of here. Like, they were like, they, they only had the noise I imitated from the car to go off of, and they were like, that's the battery, though. That's what a battery does when it's not working. I'm like, no, when the battery doesn't work, the car doesn't do anything, because it's powerhouse of the, it's the mitochondria of the car it doesn't fucking make it doesn't work if you don't have a battery so why would it be trying to start if it had a battery that worked or that didn't work so anyway the the rounding out into the story is we took it to the shop and the fucking auto mechanic said to their face yeah i'm pointing towards the starter too after i said that and i was like yeah no shit yeah <laughs> so i'm assuming that tomorrow i will find out something about my car and hopefully by the next podcast i'll have it back but i don't know how much it's going to cost to get it fixed tomorrow you will find out who is america's next top automotive engineer uh but uh just uh mia who's editing this tomorrow can you put in the sound of cruella deville's car breaking down from 101 dalmatians to like uh somewhere in the middle of that story thank you there you go it's 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 such an iconic sound that uh, lives hey, in my Google, head. Remind me about that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's an icon. There's just like those old cartoon sounds that like just sticks out so much because it's supposed to be the sound of like a vehicle, but it's so clearly just somebody making the noise with their mouth as the car's breaking down. It's like, yeah, like that's a dude. Like that, uh, like that meme video laugh that, uh, like that wheeze that people put on like cars trying to start yeah yeah can't yeah. remember i don't know if there's probably been multiple of those but there's like the one that i'm thinking of the one that like markiplier had in one of his try not to laughs or whatever yeah yeah but anyways that's enough about him because he's not big or wow get him out of here i thought it was pretty funny though that he had another hospital trip recently and it became all about did you see there the the reason for that was discovered yeah i did i did because he made a video about it yeah, it was the buckets of blood. You know, he's been playing recently Amnesia the Bunker, which looks good, by the way. Uh, if y'all are in the mood for, like, some good horror, that's, like, it's the Amnesia the Bunker. I'm not a fan of other Amnesia games. I've played, uh, I played one of them, and I can't remember which one it was, but I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I was going to play the uh, last two for my channel, maybe. Yeah, uh, but... The bunker is, like, really, really good at building suspense. Uh, and it, it, like, builds tension in such a like, amazing way. And the story is, like, really... It's it really interesting to me, at least. Uh, so I could, I could definitely recommend it. But it's been very nostalgic. That this is, like, the first time that I'm watching Markiplier play Amnesia in almost ten years. And it just takes me back. It's nice. Yeah, I didn't start watching him with... Uh amnesia so i didn't know what it was for a while i watched him i started watching him with uh 
SCP, but that was yeah, yeah, the first time he was shown to me, and then I started watching him a little later than that. I think the first I would have watched him would have been either like SCP Containment Breach or like it would have been like around the time of Slenderman. I think would have been the first time I would have seen him. I th- like probably through one of his compilations, most likely. But I got I got hooked on that. Yeah, I had this. My family had this big TV that was um like a big chunky TV that was its own. I haven't seen one of these TVs in a long time, but it was a big 16 by 9 screen, but this chunky back that had that was like big enough that it went down to the floor and the speakers were below the TV and it was in this entire one unit and I think it had wheels on it as well. Wow. When we moved to the newer house we had in 2013, they uh we had it in our basement for a while but they hated it because the lighting on it was too low for them or like the brightness or something they didn't like the uh image it was not a they couldn't see anything and so i was like can i have it and then um i it was put in my room because there was just nothing else to do with it and it wasn't really worth throwing away after they put that tv in my room i uh spent the summer of 2013 watching mostly markiplier on it hell yeah and uh, that was really that was a really fun summer because I would go to I don't remember anything about it really except for like at night on my PS3 on YouTube I would turn on something Markiplier when that happened. I used to try watching YouTube on my fucking DSi and it was just like horrendous. And then I had an iPod Touch and I watched it on that. Um, but you know yeah. what's wild is that I have almost no memory of most of my childhood anything before the age of 18 is really just a blur and it, it's it, it's a shifting line of blur because like when i was 18 it was it was anything before 15 i couldn't remember i really just only have like three years of memory but weirdly enough i i can remember like almost the entire evening of the first night that i watched markiplier five nights at freddy's episode one like when that because I remember watching it at like a few days after it released because I wasn't interested in it based off the title or thumbnail alone. And then I took a chance on it and then spent the next decade of my life obsessed with it. I was interested immediately. And I remember the day I watched it the day it came out and I remember exactly like what I was wearing and what my room looked like. It uh, it, it just hooked me immediately i thought it was the most fascinating game i'd ever seen i was i was sitting on the uh one of the couches in my living room in my house i grew up on grew up in in indiana it was towards the latter half of sunset where it was getting decently dark and it was one of the rare occasions where we had all of the windows at the front of our house in the living room open whereas we normally like would have those blinds closed but it was like a rare occasion where those were open letting in that light uh, and I had like just come in from outside and then I watched that video after, I think that was like after I watched some like ethos lab with some Minecraft and then I was like, okay, I guess I'll give this a chance. Just, I've, it's so such a strong memory and it's like, I hardly remember my fucking great grandma <laughs> who like died when I was like nine, but I can remember that pristinely. Yeah. I don't have a. I don't have like a ton linked to childhood, but I do have a lot of little specific things. I have a lot of locational memory. I mean, most of what I have in my memory that I can recall in the most detail has to do with because like my life before high school and my life immediately after high school are two completely different lifetimes. And paths like i like it's impressive the person i kind of was the same person for all 18 of those years and then i really started developing anything after that like not only different like opinions and worldviews but also personality traits and feelings and like figuring out who I was and what I wanted mm-hmm. because I went through, I went to hell and back to figure it out. Like I've fallen, I've fallen down to the bottom 
a few times and reached reached what felt like the top other times and sometimes it takes bouncing back and forth between that uh parallelillenium to figure out exactly what is the best and worst or good and bad because of how specific my situation is and it took me only until i was 21 to figure out 21 slash 22 to figure out how many things were actually wrong with me medically sorry it took me up until my early 20s to figure out everything that was like wrong with me that was causing major issues in my life and then start being treated for them which is impressive that i made it as far as i did and kept as many things going as i did because there were so many reasons for me to want to drop off of different like interests or hobbies or people but a lot of things i stuck through somehow there was somewhat even more of a positive person in me before i found out what was wrong and stuff but when i felt hopeless it didn't really have to do with anything that's like chronically wrong with me it mostly had to do with where I was relative to the outside world because of how hard it is to survive in it. But that was to my specific situation, and it was really annoying at the time because of how stuck I was. I mean, like, from, la- from this time last year to this time... To, from, la- from this time last year to now are uh, two completely different situations I'm in. True. Because the stuff I was, like, planning on starting and whatever around this time last year and the stuff I was doing uh I have now been through and started and uh, I've started other things and I've gotten back on other things that I was doing before that and it's pretty impressive when I describe it to anybody they always find it impressive but I mean like Big Wap Big is one of those things shout out to the OGs who remember when Emmy was streaming from her bedroom closet yeah that happened a few times that was a few different phases. I still kind of wish I could turn the closet I have now into an office, and it's definitely big enough. The issue being the shelves on the wall and stuff. Yeah. Uh, because if it if it had no, like, shelving or, like, the dresser in there or anything, which is nice, but if it didn't have that, then I could uh, turn it into a little office and decorate it, but... I mean, like, recently, I, I switched from the, the two desks I had, because they were just too small for anything, to yeah. my uh, old desk that can fit three monitors on its one surface, and that those other desks, those other desks were, like, a corner desk set, and eventually I just got rid of the corner part, but one of those desks couldn't even fit two monitors, and it was fucking annoying, and I hated it, and I figured out that that was kind of what was wrong with my room and why I was moving it so much over the last couple months. It just wasn't the vibe. Well, it just wasn't useful. It was, like, such a waste of space to have those in here and not be able to use them for what I needed. God, I have shit in this room, like, old furniture and just, like, so much clutter that I want to get rid of. And, like, want, like, I I have this TV stand here next to me, this entertainment center, that I used to put my TV on, but I don't use that TV anymore because I fucking, I don't need to. I have two monitors and I have I wouldn't have any way of using it in any practical sense, so I just don't use it. So I need to get rid of this entertainment center. But the rest of my household, my family already like hoards so much clutter that like I wouldn't even have somewhere to set it outside of my room except for outside of the house itself. It's just like I can't get I can't get it out of here unless I can get rid of it. Yeah, for me, uh, for me, it's like if if I'm not using it or it's not useful or I can't think of anything it would be useful for in the next like two to five years, I'm throwing it away. Yeah, I need to like really throw out a whole lot of shit. Like I just look around. I'm just completely surrounded by clutter that like I'm just completely incapable of removing. And it's like some of it, like I, I just have to go around with the trash bag and chuck a lot of it out. But all of it is like in the case where it has like. It it all has, like, you know, just an ounce of usefulness to its existence that justifies me holding on to it. Or it's just so inconvenient to get rid of that I don't get rid of it. It's just so much shit that it's like, I just hold on to and hoard and it's just a, it's just a mess. I have no 
I have li- <laughs> I ha- if I look in this in this room that I'm in, there's like five different surfaces to set shit on, and every last square inch of it is covered in something. Yeah, that would drive me crazy. I gotta throw shit out. It drives me so crazy to be in a room that's so like filled and so overstimulating. But at the same time, it's so overstimulating that I can't do anything about it. Yeah. I mean, there's that pressure with anything. If there's like too much, if there's too much to deal with, then it's impossible to start. If I have two dishes in my room, one of them is a plate, one of them is a bowl. They're both so big that I can't carry them both out at the same time. So I wager, which one do I carry out first? Which one do I bring back to the kitchen first? It has to be one, it has to be the other. How about neither? Because I can't make a decision because just even that is too overwhelming. Yeah, for me with dishes specifically, for me, it's like, I am going to hate if I see this in here tomorrow. So I'm bringing it downstairs. I'm thankful that I'm able to have my own even separate space. And all with how, I would say this this condo I live in is small, but it's pretty roomy for the size. Because of the upper levels of it, it's got a really high roof when you're on the main floor, which is great. Uh, good for v- vertical storage, like shelves. It's a lot of like breathing space. Well, I mean, yeah, but we'd only be able to use a reasonable size of the wall for it because the ceilings are like so high. You got to get those like librarian ladders on like the the rails slide across. No, nah, that would be fucking annoying to look at. <laughs> fucking awesome. I did. Uh, speaking of like stuff in our rooms and like tech or anything, I wanted to announce that this is the first official Pod Wowcast that I am using my newly purchased microphone. Yippee! And pop filter. I got a pop filter for it just so I didn't have to worry so much about it catching my breath or, you know, obviously my, like, peas or anything. And it's a great microphone. Uh, I got the HyperX Quadcast microphone. I wanted to... Don't they make chairs? HyperX makes a lot of stuff. Um, They make, like, everything. But it's one of the best, like... It's one of the best microphones if you're trying to get started with stuff like this or if you're even, like, into it. True. It's a really reliable USB microphone, and I was I wanted to originally start with um I had this microphone uh I had this microphone boom arm and audio uh box interface picked out on Amazon already, but I went to they were I had a I had a payment plan for them uh that was gonna work, but I went to. I just went to Best Buy one day just to walk around and see if they had anything I wasn't thinking of. And I wasn't thinking about these HyperX microphones I had, but I was really going for XLR. But you mean to say that you didn't buy this from Guitar Center, even after all of the image reviews that we looked at? I didn't go to Guitar Center. Um, There's only one thing I have to say. One word that I have to say to that. Unsensational. Yeah. But I gotta finish. If you're gonna go into all that, I need to finish the story yeah. first. Because <laughs> that's a whole fucking thing that we found recently. I went to Best Buy and I was just like, let me just fucking browse. Let me just browse and think. And thankfully, I had my cart so I could do that. Uh, I wanted Pontificate. I wanted to go to Target yesterday for something, and then I was like, oh yeah, I fucking can't because I don't have my fucking car. But anyways. So when I was there, I was just like looking around. They have they have a section that kind of has microphone, but more oriented towards cameras, uh, camera specific microphones. And then they have like a PC section. That's kind of where you find like USB streamer microphones or whatever, more basic ones. They don't really have a huge microphone selection. They don't really. I don't think they. I don't know if they have anything that has like major XLR input, unless it's like really expensive. And I wasn't going really expensive, and I knew that. The reason I think this HyperX was a good choice and well thought out is because I saw it, and it was like the last one, and it was on a shelf that gave it an incredible sale price from what it was initially. It was like $50 off or something. Damn. So I picked it up, and I 
held it as I walked around the store. Like a newborn child. Thinking. I did carry it like that. I thought about it. I looked up reviews. This is all over the course of like an hour. And I uh, looked it up on the app to look up its specs. And the price on the app was still the original price before the sale. So I brought it up to the register and said, I'm not ready to buy this. But which price is this? And they were like, it's the sale price just because apparently at different stores, the price is different. Not all sales are translated over every store. Yeah. So I'm glad I didn't like order it for pickup and look at it online. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I would have paid full price for it probably. But anyway, I just was like looking up this mic. People were saying it's like one of the best USB options, if not the best USB option out there right now. This is the 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 quadcast is the more basic one that's got just like the red light and you can't really like customize it but the HyperX microphone game is pretty impressive for what it is and what the the field is of USB microphones anyway yeah and it's um worked fantastically so far it's a much better microphone having a pop filter in front of it plus its built-in pop filter is uh fantastic just makes it sound better and it picks up literally also i was looking for a microphone that specifically had a headphone input so that i could hear yeah my input cuz i like that and i had that in the uh jlab microphone but that microphone is such a piece of shit i could i could not not recommend it more jlab signature like that microphone you could pay like less than $100 more and just get one of these hyperx ones and it's so much better but you definitely shouldn't get that one. There are so many good entry-level microphones these days. Like, USB microphones, you just plug them in and they work. And they sound like... I, this microphone is a USB microphone. I've been using it for the past, like, five years. And it just... It sounds alright. So I keep using it. Never had a complaint. Plus it helped that on one of the YouTube videos I saw... He compared it specifically to an old microphone that I used to have. Oh. Um, so that was really nice to see because also that was the last like professional grade microphone I had. And I would put this up on that par, this HyperX one, generally, in terms of its quality at least. So I, I after a while, I even talked to like the tech, uh, the audio tech person at Best Buy about it and stuff. And after a while, I was just sold. I had over two weeks to return it anyway if it sucked. Um, yeah. And I've enjoyed it ever since. And with my, when I get, I get paid in like one week from my job, uh, I'm going to buy that professional grade boom arm. So my setup in terms of audio will be complete at that point. And it'll be a little better. And there's a couple other things I want to get, but I've been really good with money lately. So those things will be coming whenever mm. I want to get to them. I have not. I've been I've been bad with money, but in a justifiable way. Cause I had this I have this hard limit in my savings account that I'm like, I don't go below this. I don't spend anything below this. Even if technically I have that money, I don't want to spend that money in case shit breaks and I need to replace something. I would need to have at least this much to replace any of these things. And so, I I bought recently. Um, just the other day, I got, I, I doubled my RAM from 16 gigabytes to 32 gigabytes, and I wish I could have gotten all the way up to, you know, like 64 gigabytes, but that would have required me completely getting four new sticks instead of the two. I just wanted them to be the same specs as the two that were already in my computer. And so that was like 30 and that already would have put me a little bit below but I also, since I recently had the issue of my headphone cable, because I use, uh, the brand is One Audio. I use A71s, and I've been using them for about a year, and they're actually really good. They sound nice. They sounded weird at first, but I got used to them quickly. Uh, they sound nice. They're comfortable. Uh, and one of the nice things with them is that they have two different headphone jacks, one being uh, 3.5 to 3.5, uh, and one being 6.5 to 3.5. And I like using the 6.5 because that comes with a longer cable. It has higher uh, fidelity. It's very nice. But that cable broke recently. And I was thinking I could just replace that cable. But then I thought, I have never had a pair of headphones last more than a year. 
the absolute maximum a pair of headphones have ever lasted for me is like around 11 months. And it is now almost, I think I got these headphones a couple days before uh, we visited Boomer. Like it's almost to the day I've had these headphones for a year and I fear the worst that they'll shit out. So I got a backup pair of One Audio uh, A70s, which are Bluetooth. Uh, cause I, you know, it's just nice to have that functionality, but it's very similar model, same shape, same, same ear cup, same everything. And that was another 40 and that was more than I wanted to spend. But it's like the way that I justify it is that I could have, I could buy them now and be prepared for when these inevitably break, or I wait for these to inevitably break and then I'm completely out of commission for like five days while I wait for a replacement to come. Yeah, that's why, like, I was already planning on ordering the other microphone. Um, I need a backup mic. Anyway, so money, money, money was not an issue for me when I was doing that. Um, I found this. Wow, look at, look at Mrs. Moneybags over here. Got a real job. Yeah. It's great. Uh, there's actually, I want to get the pop filter for this. I want to get the kind of pop filter for this microphone. There's a kind that you see in a lot of different setups that is like, like I don't know how to describe it, but it the like wraps cat. around. It like wraps around it, and it's like no, not the not the fuzzy one. It's a dead. It's a. You almost made me say it's a dead cat. <laughs> it's this kind of pop filter that wraps around the microphone. And is like the same shape as a as a cylindrical microphone like this, uh, and it's got like three layers of metal mesh. And it's really cool. I don't know how to describe it, but it's only like eight dollars. So huh. I wanted to just order it. I'm not gonna right now because I'm saving any money I have. What I want is to. I'm not really sure where the money's coming from to fix my car yet. Whenever that's handled and I get my car... Patreon.com slash big big. Yeah, go, uh, go check that out. Whenever my... Hey there, late night listeners. Thank you so much for listening to Late Night with Big and Wow. We're just taking a little break here to tell you about the Big Wow Big Patreon. Not only is it an extra step of support for the channel, it also has numerous benefits such as unreleased Big Wow Big content, exclusive patron live streams, and even getting to tell us what video to make. If you've got a heart in your chest and money in your wallet, then head over to patreon.com slash bigwowbig and join today. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. Whenever my car is back to me, I'm going to fill it up with gas and then save. I'm, I'm just going to have whatever money I have left if I need, like, something from the store. We got an email the other day from Spotify that was the most like sell it like thank you for one subscriber <laughs> like it, oh. the most like that email because uh, it, it it was for the Spotify emailing us that we had reached double digit uh, listens on Zero our one. podcast it's like yeah <laughs> it's like wow 10 whole listens is like it's it's the it's I don't know why that is a milestone but hey thanks for 10 listens on spotify and or apple music because i don't know if those are lumped in if anyone wants to uh apple podcast not music fuck apple podcast separate app if anyone wants to uh do a little favor and rate our podcasts uh there's already only one rating from me that's five stars so you can add to that yeah if you could rate it that'd be it'd be very appreciated just get the get the word out Go drive th through a really busy city and <laughs> shopping centers and play our podcast at full volume with your windows down. Um, <laughs> oh my god, imagine if podcast bros were like those fucking car guys with the booming bass. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's what you should do with our podcast, because we told you to. Just shaking a whole neighborhood loose from its foundations. You're listening to NPR. <laughs> <laughs> so did you do anything for the fourth uh no like i said earlier i had a 
really shitty day on the 4th. I had a whole crisis uh, emotionally, but I won't, I won't dive into it here just because the 4th was like yesterday, so. What do you mean? The audience is definitely your therapist. Oh, uh, yeah, because you guys are so responsive. Um, <laughs> and you're also definitely there. But anyway. I love how real you are. Let me not turn this pessimism towards the audience. Pessimism. Why do you guys even watch this channel when you could just watch Rotting Coffee and get real entertainment? <laughs> I had no plans uh, to celebrate the 4th at all, but then ended up doing the Warzone stream uh, with um, Snack, Coco, and Slippy. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, that was good fun, although Warzone refuse it i don't know what the fuck is wrong with warzone where like i will be running at like 30 to 60 fps if i'm lucky and then i will pause the game and unpause it and then it's like 20 fps i will like glance at the graphic settings and not change anything but it will still cause the game to lag more after opening that menu uh that was not fun to deal with but I did have a rather nice uh, evening on the 4th of July because uh, I had made plans with my grandmother that we were going to go get ice cream. And where we got ice cream, there was like the road like right next to it has like a lot of like space where you can just kind of park there uh, on that street and not be in the way of whatever. So we just got our ice cream and we we parked there. And we watched the fireworks from that spot that was, like, from a couple different fireworks things that were, like, around the area. And it was very lovely just uh, having that having that ice cream, watching some fireworks. And lovely. that last, that was, like, an hour of my evening, and it was really nice. It was, it was a really nice time. I will admit that I was invited to something um, through a family member, but I declined because I was just uh, exhausted... Plus, I had to deal with my car that day, and then eventually when I got home, uh, my day just got worse, so plus that party I was talking about earlier was pissing me off, so it was just like, just one of those, one of those bad ones, one of those real like sour days, one of those real yeah. lemony days. I've been having a lot of those. I've been very, uh, despite my, my chipper demeanor. Uh, in, in the public eye, I have been uh, on the forefront of warding off uh, a severe panic attack for like the past like couple weeks has just been like every day. just like, oh, oh, it's here. It's going to happen. Here comes the big one. Mach nine, whatever, whatever. No, category five. Fucking mm. been been. I've been very down recently, and it's the kind of down that it's like. It's so hard to justify because it's just, like, the kind of feeling sad for no reason, but also because you're overwhelmed, but also just because you're tired, but you're tired because you're overwhelmed, but you're overwhelmed because you're tired, and you're tired because you're sad, and you're overwhelmed, and it's just a fucking vicious cycle, and you wake up and you have no energy, and then you go through your day with no energy, and then you feel like shit because of it, and then you go to bed, and then you wake up, you make the toast, you eat the toast, you shit the toast, it's miserable. Uh, that's been my life for like the past like month, and it, uh, it, it doesn't feel good. To the Prozac in my system right now, where the fuck you at? I learned, um, hold on, let me think, and then I can speak. Take a long drag and rest your mind. She's doing it. She actually did it. I peer pressured. <laughs> I got her. <laughs> got her. You're addicted now. Um, cut that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my mom knowing I smoke. <laughs> <laughs> no i meant the I, I was talking about the um just like um but yeah I w what i was gonna say was that i i learned that it's a i learned how the cycle works a long time ago and i remember figuring it out because i've always been a very like i have a very like logistical way of going about things that i um think of them in a mathematical way and i try to kind of figure out or solve them which is same which is 
unhelpful in the way of mental and emotional issues. And I have a severe amount of both. Cut that out, by the way. So <laughs> when I figured out it was a cycle, I couldn't figure out why it was a cycle or how to stop it, which made it worse because it's a cycle. So like the more, ow, fuck. It's just like, I used to get mad at myself and then I'd be mad that I'm mad at myself and then I would be mad that I'm still mad. <laughs> I'd be mad yeah. that I'm still mad. It's it's a cycle. So like if you the way to solve it, quote unquote, is if you have to you have to put something in between it, like medicine yeah. or like therapy or something like a, like it is quite literally the third law of physics. <laughs> an, an object in motion will remain in motion until stopped by an opposing force. You will just keep getting upset or angry at yourself if you I don't. I very stop it. often get into the cycle of, oh man, I didn't, I didn't get anything done. I'm useless. Oh man, now I feel sad because I feel useless. Oh man, now I can't get anything done because I feel sad. Just yeah. fucking repeat for infinity. It's a shitty cycle, but it is. Yeah, I have, I have a very like logistic, pragmatic way of like thinking about issues like that and processing issues like that but that only ever works up to the point that logic can apply to it because when i try to reach the point of it that's like i can deduce the logic up to the point of like well i felt like this which is why i didn't do this which is why this happened and i can do all that up until the point that like there has to be an actual conclusion to it that it's like, okay, so if you understand the reason why this happened, why not just change? Why not just do something different? But it's not that simple. Although it is that mm -hmm. simple, it's not that it's it's like, you know, easy to say, hard to do. That it's like I recognize that like that entire cycle breaks if I can just slip out of it like momentarily to actually do the thing. But how do you slip out of that? And so it just repeats and repeats and repeats because it seems so easy. Just do it. But I can't just do it. It's not very applicable if you don't, if you haven't already done it enough times or you don't know how or you don't like how you'd have to do it. There's a plethora of reasons, including how much we will never understand the psychology of the way that works like yeah i mean there's a lot of research into it but it's it's more so that we can like kind of bandage it for the time being as long as you remain on the medicines or whatever you can't really like you'll never fix it um fully but there are ways to there are ways to get through it and i mean i guess like you kind of fix it fully if you have the medicine for the rest of your life or whatever but that's not the same thing yeah. that's not what i mean i've been in time periods where like i where like the medications were like working so perfectly in tandem and i had such a good routine going and i felt on top of the world with that and then slipped off of it and couldn't get back into the cycle of it but i have yeah. I, I, one of my biggest issues is just the ADHD sandpaper brain is just like anything that your brain does not deem that it wants to do at that moment. Any anything that your your brain just decides arbitrarily it doesn't want to do feels like actual like sandpaper rubbing against your brain. If it's like it legitimately painful. I could be having a completely normal day feeling okay in the brain and then i think about something that i need to get done but my brain doesn't want to set as a priority and i will get a headache in that exact moment it's like just immediate that it will cause that like pain and tension and it sucks it's so adverse to doing it that it will they will just my brain will just self-destruct the moment it has to think of it yeah like in most cases it's impossible to describe it as easily as we're describing it but that's because we've broken yeah. it down before i couldn't describe it for 20 years of my life and i just felt like a fucking lazy asshole i couldn't describe anything i mean thankfully for me i mean not thankfully but you know what i mean yeah 
thankfully for me, there's a lot of diagnoses and different things that I can use as terms. I can put labels on a lot of it. I don't like if we didn't have like, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say if we, if, is if we didn't have science, but that's not really what I mean. But if we didn't have as modern of an understanding as we do, then it would be harder to put because like, yeah, I have MS, but like 20 years ago, if you told a doctor or if a doctor diagnosed you with MS, they'd probably just be like, oh, well, just, you know, go home and take some Advil and you'll probably be fine because they know that shit. But now there's like a shot you can inject, you can self inject once a month that like helps prevent the spread of it. Yeah. And the the symptoms of things like that and like the things that that causes like behaviorally or health wise also were not studied as heavily. And so you could be told that you have MS and you wouldn't know what that meant for you. Right. And it doesn't help for my specific case, all the other shit I have on top of that. (laughs) I fucking I'm playing cyberpunk right now. And (laughs) there was like when you're going about the game, especially in elevators, there's like these TV screens that like play 24 hour news. Um, and I, and I was in one of the elevators and like the news reporter like chimes in like, uh, breaking news in the world of multiple sclerosis. And like, it legitimately like caught my attention in the game. Mm -hmm. I like turned and like looked at the screen. I was like, Oh, what's, uh, what's this news? What's that now? What's that about? What's that about MS? It just like for a moment. The the immersion of cyberpunk was strong enough that I was like, this is information that pertains to my friend in the real world. <laughs> yes. I happen to be the only person I know and that most of my friends know with MS. And I've only known about it for, uh, I've only known about it for almost two years, a little under two years. Multiple sclerosis used to be my go-to if I needed to just make up, like, a fake illness that I had. For, like, the sake of a joke, that was just like, ah, uh, sorry, I can't come in today. Got multiple sclerosis. You know? Just like, it was just like the, mm-hmm. uh, the John Doe, uh, sort of, uh, thing to throw in there. George, first name. Now, I, yeah. It, it was just like the first, you know, I, I could just as easily just say, like, ah, oh, no, I got jaundice. Just like that. But now, but now there's other context to it. And so I use something else, like jaundice. Yeah. I've always really not cared that much. Like, a lot more people around me care that I have MS than I do. I really don't give a shit. Like, for me, like, I have a list of (laughs) around 10 or 11 diagnoses that I have that I received all in the last two years. And none of them have really ever bothered me that much or stopped me from doing anything that's what happens when this is 10% look, 20% skill, 15% concentrated by the, whatever. 15% concentrated power of will. 5% pleasure, 50% pain, and 100% reason to remember the name. I will never say that was never. That song played frequently. That, I mean, yeah. That's, <laughs> that was a song that was played very frequently at like my student level sports events. Because of course it was. What's like what song used to get you turned the most when you were in like middle school? What song got you turned the most? You would like middle listen school? to it and be like, "Oh, fucking yes!" I don't know. I didn't really like. I didn't have a major. I kind of did. Uh, well, a lot of it was like EDM dubstep. I was really into that until like high school. So, a lot of the like basic. Skrillex hits are like I'm Ready by AJR came out in 2015 ish. I really liked that song. Uh, there's a song by Tiesto called Wasted that I used to really like around the same time. Cruella was also an artist I really liked back then. A second mention of Cruella DeVille in this podcast. Yeah, that's not Cruella DeVille though. Yeah, but you know, could be. Do you think about it? When you think about it, you thought about it. <laughs> I didn't think about it. That's the thing. <laughs> if you really think about you it, did. then you thought about it. If Mia really <laughs> thought about it, then you thought about it. If I thought about it, then you thought about it. If I think about something, I make you think about it because then I talk about it for the next five minutes. The first step is admitting you have a problem. I got, I got many problems. 
So do I. That's what I was just talking about. No, you don't have any real problems, though. Like, when you step on Lego, what about when no Robux? Fucking first world. No Robux. That really used to be, like, the classic, like, V-Bucks thing. Yeah. It's impressive. The evolution of memes into other memes. Yeah. Because there's so many comparable ones. Time is a flat circle. But there are some that are, there are some that nobody has replicated in any kind of way. Or not replicated, but surpassed in meme standing definitely yeah like for example the the like tf2 animation of uh the soup store that one will probably never be surpassed in its standing i don't think doge died until it became crypto it it faded into obscurity but when it became crypto that killed it instantly yeah even top text bottom text is back it's like it's like how we moved into widescreen for everything because everybody liked widescreen, but then using four by three became artistic and like artsy fartsy. So people started using four by three again. It's like that with like top text, bottom text memes where everybody moved into different meme formats because it was the new thing. But then it became like, you know, its own movement to go back to top text, bottom text. What's impressive to me is how very stale and boring a format like vine is to me now when yeah it was like it was like revolutionary at its time because it was the first quick format comedy platform in that way or i guess video platform in general but with all the different assets and stuff tiktok provides you it's like vine would be nothing today if it came out uh in this day and age in 2023 but Vine is like 10 years old and it would never survive today if it made it this far. The creators, <laughs> Vine wouldn't survive five minutes on the Call of Duty lobby. Uh, but the creators of Vine, they made like a Vine clone. Yeah, it was called, it was called Bite and they made it a few yeah, years yeah. ago. And it was really, it was just Vine too. But like nobody cared about it because other shit, people had already moved on. No, because it doesn't even, that doesn't even exist anymore. After Vine died, I would watch Vine compilations a lot. I would I would read Vine comp. <laughs> no, um, but I would watch a lot of Vine compilations, and that still was like, it, it, and people would quote Vine compilations all the time. It was still so culturally relevant, and I think it's now maybe like once a year that I will quote a Vine, and I have not watched a Vine in. The only time that I think I watch Vines now is if people take a clip from a Vine to put into a TikTok format. Yeah, there is some accounts that just repost old Vines on a TikTok, but yeah, that was the thing that became like the mainstream thing about Vine after it was removed from the App Store. It was like uh, Vine compilations to forget that vine is gone or whatever and now vine compilations are just such like a a legendary format because of the like almost more legendary than vine itself because nobody really gives a shit about vine anymore tiktok is just so much more than vine was and not just in terms of the numbers you know and it's it's a it's a shame honestly that these celebrities that blow up on these apps are just getting younger and younger Mm -hmm. because it's like the modern day equivalent of just kids being brought into the hollywood spotlight and then they don't even realize what they're getting into and then they're fucked for the rest of their lives yeah so these kids are gonna be like famous it's why i personally took a step back because i didn't want to get famous i wasn't ready for it at the time it was my (laughs) choice there's honestly a part of me that believes i wasn't i just wasn't meant to blow up back then and that i was i was like protected by the universe and that both of our channels both of my channels are doing well now and that now is like the time since i'm in my like early 20s and can build that at this time i'm so glad that none of the shit i did as a child was successful like it's it's it really is just a tragedy that like all these like i i cannot imagine what horrible horrible circumstance i would find myself under today if somebody like would have put a like if somebody would have put a camera to my face for my opinion every two seconds at the age of fifteen, 
God, it would I I would be in such like a different world, and it would do it would do so much damage. I'm I'm so glad just on that, and so scared for all these kids. Yeah, it's like uh, I'm really happy that I. I, I guess I'm I'm pretty happy also that I took the time and took as many chances on different brands as I did because it took me forever from the start of YouTube to find one that I really liked and also to lose and rediscover why I love doing YouTube. And then finally settle on full time YouTubing after I uh after YouTube developed yeah. enough features for me to use for me to put everything i would want to on youtube and the vine back in the day you couldn't even upload vines from your camera roll so you wouldn't even be able to pre-edit vines let alone add like any of the effects or anything you can add on tiktok post recording so just like that's such a crazy idea that that platform blew up with such high standards compared to now like, I don't even know how so many people so quickly started posting, like, sketches that were fully edited. Besides, I mean, obviously, to, like, actually upload the videos, they would just probably use, like, third-party services or whatever. It's so impressive the following people gained from something like Vine, as opposed to TikTok. Like, I can, I can see it. I can see it in TikTok, how this happens and stuff, and... and YouTube is what it is, but I can't compare that because it's not the same kind of platform. But with how much phones have evolved over time and cameras and editing and social media, over time it's become like a necessity to keep up yeah. with the rest of the world to do things like this. And it's so tempting to create because there's so many different ways to create even if you just have your phone and you don't even have a computer it's like impossible not to be tempted you know why tiktok blew up so much more than vine and has so much more of a presence than vine i think the the biggest factor of it is just the fact that tiktok was formed around like already having music and sounds like people people weren't any stranger at the time that of of like TikTok becoming TikTok, not being musical anymore, musical anymore, with it becoming TikTok, people yes. were already familiar with the concept of like taking a song or something out of context and making your own thing out of it, and so having that as the foundation of of the platform, being that Vine, you had to have an original joke going into it. You had to have an original thing starting from scratch. Whereas TikTok, it's so much, the culture was already there from its founding because it had the music of like, you know, our modern pop culture on just at inception, TikTok already had the advantage of being integrated into our culture way more than Vine ever could be. And the fact that like, you know, having like custom TikTok audios and being able to like stitch and duet and using people's sounds. And even the fact that like something like CapCut is basically built into and integrated into TikTok. And like these templates and filters, yeah. it's like all so fully encompassing that like Vine had to create its own culture, which ended up being a lot of annoying comedy. But TikTok could just ride off of the existing culture. And bring that culture into the app as opposed to having to build a culture within the app. But something completely unrelated to TikTok that I was thinking about now with with Vine uh, and the death of Vine and how, you know, we moved on from that. How nobody cares about Vine anymore and how nobody really has any desire to go back to Vine. We are currently at like the end of the life cycle of Twitter because it's completely just... It keeps changing, like, you know, when we talk about Twitch, we say it's changing for the worse when it has these, like, different policy changes that make the site a little bit worse to use. Twitter is doing that, but on a massive scale, making the site worse to use for everybody at an almost unusable scale 
And it makes me wonder at this point, if if Twitter dies, are people even going to like crave that format anymore? There's so many clones, like Blue Sky or like Hive or like Threads that like people will look into for just a couple moments before realizing they don't want anything to do with it. And so I don't know if Twitter even has staying power as that kind of website after it dies. If it'll just if it'll just collapse completely and fade like Vine. If Twitter weren't to exist anymore, I would just use I pretty pretty much only use YouTube uh Twitter for YouTube stuff, honestly. But I would just use yeah. uh, the YouTube community tab on my channel to make posts. I would just do it there. I, I've always preferred forum style things. Like there's a forum that I use called Knockout. Um it was introduced to me by my friend Ramu. Uh and it's like a it's a website that's just forums. It's classic it's classic internet style forums. And it's so much more enjoyable to use than like browsing Twitter or something. I think I figured out what your problem is. Yeah, I do. I, what, what's my problem? You're old. Yeah, fair enough. I can't wait to be like You're living in the past. I I so much look forward to the days of actually being old, so then I can take after my 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 uh, grandpa and just start saying that I'm older than dirt when asked. Because that's the I I legitimately don't know how old my grandpa is. Because every time asked, he would just always say older than dirt. And I strive uh, to do that in my elder years as well. Oh yeah, uh, the one one thing that specifically brought on this kind of thought that like really aids this kind of like train of thought uh, is the Alpharad tweet uh, saying that if Twitter goes down, I'm going down with the ship. I'm not signing up for this experience again. Mm-hmm. Like we treat we we tweet some we tweet. Oh my god, we treat Twitter as if it's such like a unshakable monument or monolith of modern culture and society as if we would not quickly move on from it if we're if it were to die and almost forget it after it died it would just depend i mean a lot of interesting things come from my twitter timeline but i mean yeah i don't know i don't know what apps that exist would try to replace it with their own kind of form or what new apps would try to replace it and try to come up like that but i don't know i don't think i don't think anybody's gonna like pull a kick with twitter yeah it's not even really like people are trying to like it's just like who because i think i i like the idea of being able to post make text posts and post pictures whenever I want to. It's why I don't even use Instagram because I would rather Same. just do it on Twitter. I think it would be fine because for me because I would just use my YouTube community tab because that's pretty much all I talk about on Twitter anyway is YouTube or I just post pictures and I can do all that on YouTube so it doesn't matter to me. This is why this is like the last thing I have to say on it but the re- I think that if Twitter dies, no Twitter clone will ever be successful or even have anywhere within, like, just a f- not even a tenth of the same user base that Twitter has ever had. The reason Twitter did well is because it was the only website that was dedicated purely to feed-style text posts. Because there wasn't yeah. anything that was feed-style text posts. It was all forums, which you can't scroll, like how you would scroll Instagram or anything like that. And so that gave Twitter the advantage of if people wanted that, they had to go to Twitter. It was the only thing that existed. And so if, if everybody from Twitter tries going somewhere else, they're going to be trying to go across like four different apps Everybody's going to go split off into different apps that they think is the better clone that, you know, they think is going to be the successor. 
And because of that, none of those apps will ever be successful because everybody's going to have their preference. Nobody's going to want to go to the other platform and none of them will ever reach a user base sizable enough to be sustainable. And people will leave those platforms and stop engaging with it because there won't be enough people on it to make it interesting. I would honestly be very happy to see Twitter die and all the yes. really annoying, shitty people because that's the other part of it that I'm thinking about now is that everyone that just creates the pot and then stirs it on Twitter trash would also die probably because <laughs> where else, where the fuck else would they go? Yeah, like they would just go back to their Facebook accounts that nobody follows. Their fucking life support is plugged into tweet deck. I would rather that shit be kept onto somebody's personal forums than just Twitter. But Twitter is just such a place for that now that if it died, it really wouldn't cause any harm. Yeah. And if anything wouldn't help, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't not help. I would be weirdly okay with the complete death of every current social media and all of the current internet, like old architecture that the internet and like all the culture surrounding the internet is built off of. I, a lot of people are already aware of it, either the concept of it or any amount of specifics, or I've just heard it in some passing thing. Essentially, the sun, when it releases large solar flares, what the fuck huge are you mag talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you moved from like, I would be happy if all social media no, died no, 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 to no, like, no. This the is sun related. releases gases. No, this is related. So when the sun releases solar flares, it sends out a gigantic magnetic wave that will hit Earth and it one, it like reverses the poles, uh, like it flips our magnetic field the other way in a way that literally never would affect your life. But when those solar flares happen, because it's a gigantic magnet, it takes out all like electric equipment, anything using electricity, fucked, completely like unusable because of that gigantic magnetic field that sweeps over Earth. And the last time this happened would have been. Uh, I think in the late 1800s or maybe early 1800s, basically when electricity was hardly any aspect of anybody's life. And the most it would probably do is power a single light bulb in your home, maybe, was the last time one of these gigantic solar storms hit and wiped out electricity. Uh, but we are due for another one. It's kind of like the Yellowstone thing where it's like, we're due Within the next, like, within our lifetime, we are due for a gigantic solar storm that will take out all electricity and completely fry the global internet. The electricity won't be out for long, but we don't have any protection in place for when this storm comes, meaning that when, th when this thing inevitably happens and nobody knows when it's going to happen... The internet will just be out for months. No internet at all, basically. And we're just going to have, like, a full reset. We're going to, like, we're going to go back to learning what it was like to live without Twitter and, and YouTube and Instagram. And it'll be a complete, by the time that the internet comes back, it will be a complete cultural reset. Well, that's fun. So we're over time. So is that is that what we're leaving these people with? Is the sun magnetic explosion? I suppose we'll see you next week. Yeah, hopefully, unless the sun blows up or whatever. <laughs> <laughs>